Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, guys, and welcome to a new episode of Couch Talks on Unit Therapy Podcast. My name is Kat. I am the host, and if you are new and you don't know what Couch Talks is, it is the special bonus episode of Unit Therapy where I answer questions that you send to me, and you can send those to Catherine at UnionTherapyPodcast.com. And quick disclaimer that I always give, although this is a podcast where I'm answering your questions and I'm a therapist, this does not serve as a replacement or a substitute for any mental health services, including therapy. However, it's still allowed to help. So this week's Couch Talks question, that's a hard thing to say, Couch talk question couch talks question couch talks couch talks question I want everybody in their cars or wherever you are to say that five times fast and see how it goes anyway this week's couch talks question comes in relation to the four horsemen series that I'm doing right now and if you are not up to speed on what that is the four horsemen are these four things that people do in relationships when trying to resolve conflict or move through conflict that actually make the conflict worse and have a big part in predicting whether or not a relationship will last. And the three that we've gotten through so far are criticism, contempt, and defensiveness. We haven't gotten to stonewalling yet. That one is coming in the next week or two. But this question comes from listening to that series. So I'm going to read the question, then we're going to talk about it. Hey, Kat, after listening to your episodes on the four horsemen, I realized that this style of conflict management applies to me and my best friend more than my partner and me. I'm going to go ahead and take responsibility for my part in our current situation because I think that I use criticism and defensiveness just as much as my friend does. Long story short, she is more like a sister to me and I always thought we fought like sisters. However, recently I've noticed myself getting resentful towards her, gossiping about her, and just having thoughts about my best friend that I really don't like having. 
My question is, should I bring this up? She isn't one to talk about feelings much, and I can almost see how the conversation might go. I don't want her to think that I think I'm better than her by sharing what I've learned, and I also don't want her to think I'm being dramatic or making a big deal out of something that she thinks is normal. How would you tell your best friend that you think you have an unhealthy communication pattern, and at the same time, you have an idea on how to work on it? After writing this, I feel like this shouldn't be that hard, but it feels scary and hard to me. Thanks. Well, this is hard because this is hard. Even if you are talking about somebody who loves talking about feelings and loves going to therapy and all that, this still would be a hard thing to talk about because anytime feelings come up, there is some unknown. There's just discomfort in that. And, you know, humans like to be comfortable. This sounds like it's also something you've never done before, which makes it scary and hard because, again, the unknown. And I think that's worth acknowledging. And I want to just let you know that it's okay that it's hard, even if it seems simple. Things can be simple and hard at the same time. Now, I want to start with saying that while we need to consider and take into consideration what might be the best way for your friend to receive this information, we can't get too caught up on the right way to make her receive the information well, because we can't control how she receives anything. We can take into account what would be a helpful way to do so, but we cannot force her to receive it well. And what you really want to focus on here is how do I make sure I'm communicating this in a way that feels healthy and what feels good to me? And hopefully that flows through into what she hears. I think it's pretty important to pay attention to how your communication has influenced your thoughts about your friend and vice versa. It sounds like it's a big deal and it might be really poisoning your relationship in a bigger way than you might have realized because you mentioned you thought you just thought this is how sisters fight and maybe we fight like sisters. To me, it sounds like you're in this cycle that doesn't leave a lot of room for you both to um, appreciate each other and feel appreciated by each other. And without knowing the details of what's going on between y'all, I would imagine that there's a lack of feeling validated and heard by each other, including being uh, feeling appreciated by each other. And that has been really the source of those icky thoughts and resentment and the need to kind of like criticize each other versus ask for what you need. So I wonder if you could try something super simple, although it might still feel hard to you, like saying, hey, I've recently noticed that I've gotten into a pattern of both criticizing you and feeling criticized by you and showing up defensive in some of our most recent conflicts, like when blank, and you can give an actual example, a simple one. And then you could say, I've been learning about these two things recently, and I wanted to talk about it so I can take responsibility and apologize for my part and share some ideas on how we can communicate better when we're feeling frustrated with each other. I'm also curious if you've been feeling the same way at all. What I want you to first notice in what I said is in the beginning, I said, hey, I've noticed that I have gotten into a pattern of both criticizing you and feeling criticized by you. So what you're saying is I've noticed that I've been doing this and I've noticed that I've been feeling this. So you're not saying I've noticed that you've been. You're saying I've noticed that I've felt. And I think that makes a big difference. Right here and in, in kind of sharing it this way, you're resisting blame and you're opening up a lot of space for your friend to feel comfortable sharing her part as well because you are taking that responsibility. Now remember, we can't force her to share her part or manipulate her into saying what you want her to say. She's going to respond in whatever way she responds. However, how we show up can influence that, not control it. 
I personally feel like I feel safer and more comfortable sharing my stuff, my part of the street, when somebody goes ahead and and shares their part first, if they're the one confronting the situation. So I don't feel attacked right here. You're not attacking anybody. You're really just taking responsibility for your part. And you're saying, hey, like, I want to know if we could share some ideas and if I could share some ideas. So you're not shoving them down her throat and you're not saying, I know how we can fix this. You're opening up a space to say, hey, would it be cool if I shared some of this? That's not a know-it-all. That's not a I'm better than you. It's a if you are open, I'd like to share something I learned. Also, I feel like I talk about this a lot. and I feel like I keep saying also, 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 but I always like to remind people when they are preparing to have conversations like this that are hard or involve any kind of conflict, it's okay to name that it's hard and that's awkward in the moment. You can say, hey, I don't know how this is going to sound. So I really would love to hear what you hear. So I make sure that what I am saying isn't coming out the wrong way. Or, hey, I'm really nervous to bring this up because I care about you and I want this conversation to go well, but I know I can't control that. It's okay to say, hey, I really want to share something with you that might not feel like a big deal to you, but it is to me. And it's really hard for me to do this. I think naming that something isn't easy kind of lets you just take the pressure off of acting like you have it all together and things then tend to just flow more smoothly and also just more authentically. So I don't have to come in there and be like, okay, I've prepared this speech. You can say, hey, feeling kind of awkward. I want this to come out the right way. I'm not sure if it's going to. So let me know what you hear. And that lets it feel more like you and less like the scripted thing that I or a therapist or a book told you to do or say. You get to you know, sprinkle in your personality because after all, this is something that you're sharing from you to your friend. So I hope this helps and I hope you can take this and use it to talk to your friend and maybe even use this kind of framework to talk to other people in your life and to show up and have those awkward, hard, weird conversations with other people that might be important as well. So thank you for your question. As always, anybody who has any questions, you can send those to Catherine at uniontherapypodcast.com. I love getting those questions and I love getting your feedback and all of the things. You can follow me at cat.defada on Instagram and at uniontherapypodcast on Instagram. And stay tuned for the fourth part of our Four Horsemen series. Now, curveball that could come out Monday or could come out the following Monday. I'm really trying to like drag this series out, it feels like, but really I'm just trying to sprinkle in some other things to keep the podcast, you know, different and fun and you never know what to expect. So you always want to tune in, you know, and really I just like making game time decisions as well. So stay tuned for that. I will be back with you on Monday with something. And until then, I hope you are having the day you need to have. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.